2: This is Dr. Joseph A. Mills, Jr. of Agape MC Ministries, Amelitary, Virginia. Thank you for tuning in to our Reigning in Life through Faith radio broadcast. I pray that today's message will truly be a blessing to you. We
1: stand on the So, if you're ever in the Alexandria, Virginia area, come and stop by the embassy for one of our weekly services. We just wanted to say we love you and we hope to see you soon.
3: Enjoy this powerful series from Dr. Mills entitled Spiritual Authority, Gifts.
2: All right. We're continuing to talk about um, the body of Christ, the gifts that is associated with the body of Christ, and I, I wanted to um, I wanted to look at some things this morning. I think I want to give you uh, first before we even really get into going back to the twelfth chapter there in in First uh, Corinthians. I want to give you some some things. I want to give you nine important facts. Um, about gifts, talents, and skills that you should know, and um, and and after this, then we'll talk about um, some some of the uh, some of the other scripture that we have here, scriptural reference, as we see the body of Christ, how the body of Christ should act toward one another. Amen. Amen. All right. So now we're talking about because the 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 gifts, the talents, and the skills are the things that we supply one another with. Is that right? Yeah. Whatever gift I have. And of course I'm a gift to the body of Christ. Um, just like you are a gift to the body of Christ as well. Amen. We are gifts to one another. We are here to supply one another with whatever it is that God has given us, uh, to supply the body with. Amen. And so, um, I want to give you these nine things remember no one else is aware of all the gifts the holy spirit has placed within you no one else but you you're the only one who can determine uh what that is uh of course where they have the holy spirit it's the holy spirit you just don't de- you just don't say i'm this although there are people you know they um they gravitate toward um the gifts that they see and they want to be those and we're going to talk about that a little bit today as well all uh, down through the scripture, uh, what what God, what does God say about the gifts that you can see, as opposed to the ones who you may not see? They may not be out out front. Uh, amen. And, and we need to understand that. Uh, number two, realize that your gifts uh, may not surface immediately, but over a period of time. Uh, there have people come all the time asking me about how do I how do I know what gift or giftings that I have. And uh, it's, it's through a process of time where Holy Spirit begins to, to minister to you. The more you get into the word, the more you're going to know about yourself. Uh, what did I just say? You get the word, you know about Not about somebody else. Right. <clears throat> the more you get into the word, when the word of God says you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. He's talking about the truth concerning you. He's not talking about the truth concerning somebody else. I want the truth concerning you. The more I get into the word, the more I find out about me. Are you with me? All right. And that's why it's so crucial that you get into the word. Because most people are looking to see, how can I teach somebody else? What can I tell somebody else? You don't never know who you are. You don't even find out who you are because you're too busy trying to find, trying to get a word for somebody else Mm -hmm. when you should be trying to get a word for you. If you get enough words for you, you'll have a word for somebody else. Amen. 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 All right. And uh, the third thing is uh, be patient when your gifts take time in their development and seasons of preparation to become strong. (laughs) You're probably going to have to get the CD because I'm not going to keep going over the same thing because y'all don't write fast enough. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's the only reason you want me to go back over because you want, you're trying to, you're trying to write it down. Go and buy a CD. I'm going to tell the CDs, what they cost? $5? $10? Yeah. What's $10? You know, to get this information. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, number four uh don't be discouraged if you experience a number of failures before you reach your place of destiny this is this is that's crucial you understand what i'm saying because the moment you do something and you think you failed at it uh some people stop they stop coming to church because um, they were trying to do, they were trying to do something. Instead of allowing God to do it through them, they were trying not to lie, trying not to steal, trying not to do whatever. They were doing it in their own strength. When you do it in your own strength, you're going to fail. And when you couldn't do what you thought you should be doing, then you you get embarrassed or, or you, you become disgruntled And uh, of course, you come to church and then as soon as you come to church, somebody say something to you. You're upset with them because anger has already been set in because you couldn't do what you wanted to do. You open the door to the devil and the devil just uses something else in order to discourage you and take you back out into the world. Amen. Are you with me? So hang in there. You understand, because God is not finished with you yet. You know, we always oh, we say that, you understand what I'm saying? You know, well, you know, God's not finished. No, God's not, but are you letting him work on you? See, some people say, you know, God, you know, God's working on me. He's not finished with me yet. Yeah, but are you letting him work? Amen. Huh? Are you doing it or are you letting him do it? And whatever he's telling you to do, are you doing what he's telling you to do? Are you sensitive enough to the spirit to allow God to do what he wants to do? Through you, Amen, and and by the same token, the same one, number four. Remember the scripture that encourages us, oh man, all right. Um, Galatians six nine uh, tells us that don't get weary in well doing, for in the proper time you will reap a harvest. Are you, come on, are you with me? Can you understand that? So don't don't be concerned about those little blips. That's right. Keep moving forward. Yeah. Encourage yourself. Yeah. Amen? Amen. Encourage yourself. Glory <laughs> to God. Uh, number five, use your gifts to bless those that are closest to you today. See, a lot of times we want, we want gifts so we can go to Africa and you haven't done anything in Jerusalem. That's right in your house. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. You know, you want to you want to give. So you want to you want to go and, you know, I want to I want to I want to be able to uh, put on some conferences. Uh, conference with somebody right where you are. Conference with one person, two people. You understand what I'm saying? You don't wanna put on conferences. Amen. You start small. God will give you something bigger if you if you can conference with one person. And, and get that squared away. You know, you, you're going to see some things about yourself. Even when you conference with one person, you're going to see something about yourself that needs improvement. Amen. Talking to one person, one person, just one person. Amen. Don't worry about it. God opened doors for you to get bigger if He wants you to get bigger. But first and foremost, how are you on a small scale? How are you on a small scale? Amen. Okay. Uh, So talk to those who's closest to you now. Uh, I've got another one under that. We do not need to wait or look around the world to find someone to bless. Those who are right there at you. Amen. Amen. You don't wait. You know, well, you know, I'm I'm going to look for somebody on a job. Well, look for somebody in your house. Are you talking to the people in your house? How you doing with them?
3: <laughs> Ooh.
2: Ooh. Yeah, that's, that's tough right there because, you know, everybody want to be, uh, be in charge of something. And God says, you know, I put you in charge of my people when you can manage your own house. Amen. You can't manage your house. I'm going to put you in charge of my people. Amen. Glory to God. All right. What was that? Number five? Number six. Accept your gifts and skills to bring you before great men. Expect, rather, your gifts and skills to bring you before great men. I I said expect your gifts and skills to bring bring you before great men. Who's going to bring you before great men? God will. God will. God has taken me to places I never thought I'd even go. Before people, I never thought I never dreamed that I would be in in their midst, places. God will. Are you with me? You don't have to try to do it. You don't have to uh, kiss up. <laughs> I ain't go to the world side. You, know? you don't have to kiss up on people, you understand, you know, in order for God to promote you. God knows exactly where you are. Amen. Glory to God. There's a whole lot of kissing up in the body of Christ, too. Because they bring that same world mentality into the body of Christ. Okay, number seven. Accept the reality that your gifts may not be celebrated by those in your own home. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I know how that is. Yeah, because in your own house, the people don't know who you are. They don't know who you are until God, until God does something with you. And all of a sudden, you know, maybe three, four, five years later, they say, wow, he is, he is. But don't expect for them to celebrate your gift. Are you with me? Yeah. There's a few people in your house, you know, they might recognize some things about you or may even want you to do things that God doesn't want you to do. But to really celebrate a gift is not necessarily to put it on a pedestal as opposed to just recognizing it and recognizing that it is from God. And then you honor God for the gift that's in your midst. Amen. Uh, What was that number? Number seven. How about this? Remind others of the gifts within you that were placed there by the Holy Spirit. Jesus himself promoted the gifts that were in him that could bless others. In this way, you can honor those who labor among us. Are you with me? Okay, that's a whole lot right there. Remind our others. What did I say? Remind yourself, didn't it? Remind others of the gifts within you that were placed there by the Holy Spirit. In other words, you're not taking credit for the gift. It's like I said, you know, I'm a pastor because God made me a pastor. Not because I made myself a pastor. I don't really have to remind you all of that, but sometimes you do because people get, uh, they, 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 they start tripping in their mind. And, and, they, and they think, okay, well, you know, I'm a pastor because I'm a pastor. I'm a pastor because God made me a pastor. Not because I even wanted to be a pastor. This is just who I am. This is just who I am. I am that I am. <laughs> okay. Now, um, in, and, and the last one, invest in seminars, tapes, and books, or whatever it takes to develop your gifts and skills um let me let me say uh, just a little bit more about that that's that's how we help ourselves become developed but that is with the direction of holy spirit that's not at your own direction i um i have said this a number of times will continue when i first got started i first of all God had to tell me who I was. He told me that I was a teacher. I don't know about teaching in the church because I wasn't in the church. He told me this. I wasn't even in the church. I wasn't even going to church. So I had no, I had no clue what to do. Um, I had no clue about nothing. When I went to church, I just went to church. And, you know, I'm looking at the preacher, I'm listening to whatever he's saying. I'm really not listening to what he's saying. You know, I was thinking about this this morning because a lot of times we hear, but we listen on purpose. Um, I don't know. I don't know about you all, but uh, sometimes people are talking and it's just noise. It's just you know, you, you know, you know. You, you, you hear them, but you're really not listening. To listen, you have to switch something on the inside of you and say, "Hmm, huh." And then when you when you do that, all of a
3: sudden, then you start listening. Hey, WAVA family, this is Pastor Jay. Thanks again for tuning in to hear today's radio broadcast. Once again, we've had another dynamic teaching on spiritual authority relating to gifts. After hearing this message, I'm sure you were as blessed as I was and have gained even more insight into the subject matter. I want to take a moment to focus in on a few key points from the lesson. First, we must understand the purpose of having spiritual gifts. The main reason why God has given us spiritual gifts is to supply the body of Christ with what it needs to do the work of the ministry. The Apostle Paul expounds on why God gave us spiritual gifts by saying it's to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. And that's found in Ephesians, the fourth chapter, verses 12 to 14. This scripture lets us know that as believers, we're all connected by our faith in God. By ministering gifts to one another, we ensure that the body of Christ is functioning at full capacity. We have a mandate from God to support the well-being of our fellow believers. Even before we can minister our gifts to each other, we must understand what our individual gifts are and how to effectively use them. This understanding only comes from developing a personal relationship with Holy Spirit. Jesus is the one that gives the gifts to the body of Christ. Holy Spirit knows exactly who we are and how we can be most effective when utilizing our individual gifts. In John, the 14th chapter, verse 26 of the NIV, Jesus mentions the vital role that Holy Spirit has in our lives. He says this, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. Even before we can minister our gifts to each other, we must understand what our individual gifts are and how to effectively use them. This understanding only comes from developing a personal relationship with Holy Spirit. Jesus is the one that gives the gifts to the body of Christ. Holy Spirit knows exactly who we are and how we can be most effective when utilizing our individual gifts. Family, that's awesome news. Jesus said that the Holy Spirit will teach us all things. And when he said all things, he's referring to the all things that pertain to each of us as individuals. Under the guidance and direction of Holy Spirit, we will know what our gifts are, how to properly use them, and who specifically he wants us to minister our gifts to. Consistently feeding our spirits with the Word of God allows us to receive revelations concerning our gifts. These revelations will help us be more effective in ministry. Amen. God has created us to be successful in our own lives as well as to help bring success in the lives of others. We all want to be the best that we can be. And God placed that desire in our hearts. Although we may aspire to minister our gifts on a large platform, we must channel our efforts to where we currently are and begin ministering to the people in our immediate circles of influence. This includes family, friends, and even co-workers. Being willing to minister on a small scale will prove to God that we're humble, we're patient, trustworthy, as well as remaining teachable in our walk with Christ. As we continue to rely on Holy Spirit for wisdom and guidance, our area of ministry will begin to increase because of our faithfulness to God. As we begin to minister to those that are closest to us, there's a chance that they might not be aware or fully understand what your gifts are. That's okay because God is the one that knows you best since he created you. Just like our true identity had to be revealed to us, our identity will need to be revealed to others as well. So as we allow our individual gifts to be developed and refined, the people around us will begin to see us in the image that he created us in, which is the image of God. Our big brother Jesus experienced this as well when he returned to his hometown. Matthew, the 13th chapter, verses 53 to 57 in the NLT says, When Jesus had finished telling these stories and illustrations, he left that part of the country. He returned to Nazareth, his hometown. And when he taught in the synagogue, everyone was amazed and said, Where does he get this wisdom and power to do miracles? Then they scoffed. He's just a carpenter's son, and we know Mary, his mother, and his brothers, James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas. All his sisters live right here among us. Where did he learn all of these things? They were deeply offended and refused to believe in him. The people in Jesus' hometown could only identify him with the images that can be seen with their natural eyes such as his appearance, his family, his friends, his geographical location. They failed to see him in a spiritual sense as the son of God. Despite the people refusing to believe in him, Jesus didn't waver in his faith by losing focus on what his ultimate purpose was. Jesus continued to operate in his gifts by teaching, healing, and casting out demons wherever he traveled. I can remember when the Lord opened an opportunity for me to become the supervisor on my job. I had actually only been working on the job for one year and my supervisor was looking for an assistant who could come from the 15 or so of us who were working for him. I had the least amount of seniority of all 15 other workers, but since the position only required at least one year on the job, I interviewed for it anyway and was awarded the position. Of course, you can imagine the rhetoric and the negative talk that I received because after all, I had only been there for a year and the other men who interviewed for the position had far more years of experience than I had. Even though I had never been a supervisor before and had the least experience, I relied on Holy Spirit to teach me and to perfect my skills. And after years of supervising these men, when it came time for me to leave and start my own business, some of those same men who were initially speaking against me were asking me to take them with me when I go. In spite of opposition, we must allow Holy Spirit to help us develop our gifts to bring change in the lives of others. In doing so, the body of Christ will be fully supplied, which will, in effect, give God all the glory that he rightfully deserves. Amen. Well, family, that's all we have time for today. Once again, thank you for your continuous support of our radio broadcast. We love you. and We'll see you next week. Same time, same place.
0: To receive your gift of today's message on CD, simply send your donation of no less than $10 in the form of a check or money order to Agape Embassy Ministries, 5775 Barclay Drive, Suite 7, Alexandria, Virginia, 22315. Visit us on the web at embassy. Dr. Mills invites you to listen to the broadcast for more Reigning in Life Through Faith Join us for our Sunday morning encounters at 9.30 a.m. and Wednesday evening Bible study at 7.30 p.m. We are located at 5775 Barclay Drive in Alexandria, Virginia or give us a call at 703